Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 59. We've got Ryan, who has been on the podcast before, and he's got the Bronco 2, which everybody loves. Uh, we love the Bronco. Um, we love the carburetor. We love... Uh, I'm, anybody else have other things that they like about Broncos? Uh, uh, the wontons... The beadlocks, the hydro is kind of cool. Those don't come factory on Broncos, though. Or yeah, no, but this is why we like his Bronco. Yes. I mean, Sorry, I, I always get hung up on the Bronco. The B word is a hard one. Uh, but, you know, I, I did roll under it when we were on the in the parking lot at Ma Bell. And it, it, it didn't try to hurt me. And I didn't feel like I was in any danger of uh, it taking up space anywhere and i didn't have to do any work on it and it wasn't going to cost uh me or jacob any stress so it was, it was pretty good and so it you're starting like... to like him a little bit more now at least. well no ryan's doesn't doesn't hurt me mentally uh... Uh, the other broncos do ryan's is the only nice bronco loosely it's a loose term <laughs> <laughs> so uh Sorry, God. Okay. So I know, Ryan, we've been talking back and forth a little bit, and we'll just jump right into the, the tech here, and we'll get the tech over with, so then we can just go and talk about bullshit. Uh, the doubler setup that you've done in this thing, I, I don't think I've ever seen it before. Is it a common thing for Ford people to do, this um, so transfer it's case? So it's pretty common in like uh, the Explorers, the Rangers, and the Bronco 2s. Um, cause they're all basically the same vehicle. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not that rare if you do some, uh, a little bit of skulking around on some of the old pirate forms, you'll be able to find it. Um, so it's not, I didn't do something that no one's ever done before. Uh, but the companies that used to make kits, you, you could actually get a, a kit from, I think, uh, D and D and I believe behemoth at one point actually made them as well too. And you could just, you didn't have to make the shaft. You didn't have to make the plate. Um, everything was just basically put it together. Um, but I wasn't fortunate enough to have that. Yeah. Also, really quick, just a quick rip for Duffy from D&D. &D. That's the reason that they're no longer in business is the owner died. Oh, shit. Oh, gotcha. Well, that would yeah. explain it. That makes sense for sure. <laughs> um... So what are those two transfer cases? I know it's what are, like what's their so, designation? So it's a Borg Warner thirteen fifty, which was in the Rangers and the Bronco twos, and it's a Borg Warner thirteen fifty four, which was I believe they put it only in the Explorers and the Rangers. And you had a thirteen fifty four. I had a thirteen fifty in there, and okay. that was the one that. I cut in order to make my doubler case. And then, and then the 1354 is the back one. case. Yeah. So the one you got me is the one that I cut to make the doubler case. Oh, so you still have another one of those. You just got two. You had a 1350. I got you another 1350 and you had the 1354. I've got a good, pretty good stack of transfer cases, but I think this, that's, that's the gist came, of it. This one came from Marvell, didn't it? This the 54. um, this one actually came from Josh's Explorer, my buddy. 
Holy shit. So how many so, how many fifties and how many fifty-fours do you have? Because I know that we talked about the fifty-fours uh at one point. I think it was well, I think it was probably almost like seven, eight months ago now. The reason you didn't like the fifty-fours or the reason why you haven't swapped out your fifty to a fifty-four was because the vacuum uh selector is an electronic selector for the four-wheel drive. It's an electronic shift for the thirteen fifty-fours. They make a thirteen fifty-four manual, but it is extremely difficult to find um so the one that's in there is actually a 1354 electric and it's got the shift motor um behemoth drivetrain makes a shift kit for it but it's like 800 dollars for the shifter mm. so yes. i figured put it on a 20 dollars switch make sure it actually works before we go and spend 800 bucks on a shifter for a non-working transfer that's case. pretty bougie you've got a electric doubler <laughs> That, that uh, sounds like it's with cheap. With a carbureted motor. You know, your priorities and... are they're mixed <laughs> up here, I think, but I'll take I, it. I think they're in order. <laughs> I think they're in order if you're going with the it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of mindset. That's pretty but... cool, though. So, well, well the problem with those shift motors is they fail all the time. Mm -hmm. So it, it worked that one day. I bet you it's not going to work in the near future. <laughs> How hard is it to swap if you were to potentially break it? Uh, three 10-millimeter bolts and two wires. Oh, that's not oh, bad. that's not bad at all. Yeah, get how much are the motors? And if you have extra cases, then that's technically free. Yeah, I mean, the motors, I think, are brand new, 100 bucks. Yeah. I... Well, when one dies, just return it. That's the whole master but, protocol. But the, problem, the problem is, like, it's it's an electric shift motor that's known to fail in those cases. So the best thing to do would be spend the money and get the um, cable shifter through Behemoth, yeah. but it's still an eight hundred dollars shifter. Well, what are they doing that's so special that costs it or requires it to be eight hundred dollars? It used to be about I think three twenty five or four twenty five, and that was like shipped to the front door. And so it's, it's other just lack than of need, people don't want them, so they're not making them. So it's other than being the only company that makes them. Yeah. I don't think there's anything special about it. That sucks. I hate when people so, do that. Yep. This might be a stupid question, but how hard would it be? I'm I'm going off of my experience with electric shift motors on my pickup truck, but it looks like there's a nub that comes off of the transmission. How hard would it be to make your own kit and just make a bracket that picks up those... Um, three holes and then holds that like center block with a nub cut to go over it and run a manual linkage so before i decided to run the electric motor i actually did all that i built a manual shifter and i set it up with a cable the thing that i didn't like is it seemed kind of like hacked together and Rather than having the one motor that was going to shift or uh, the shift motor that was going to fail, it kind of seemed like now I have cable, I have multiple pivot points, and I have a couple of set screws that only grab that little nub. So I don't know. I, I think it was six to one, half dozen the other. Okay. Just curiosity. No, no, that's that's good. That's I mean that's where my mind went. If you get me some accurate specs for that, I could probably machine you up a solid block. That would, I would uh, gladly take you up on that. Yeah, I mean, seriously, Warren Buffett's time does not matter to me. 
<laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Poor Warren Buffett. <laughs> oh, he can shut the fuck up. I I'm took them from 15% production to 65, 75, and we're All slowly right. creeping upwards. All right, let's so, let's. so that's not really your average doubler that I've ever really seen. Um, now, what was the benefit of doing this compared to going with an Atlas? It's like, cheap. is it spacing? Is it cheaper? Is it like, like time frame? So, so, <laughs> um, so the last time we talked on here, um, Atlas was still making a doubler setup for the Rangers, the Bronco twos, all that happy horse shit. Um, they have currently stopped the production of that. Wow. So I can no longer get the plate that's going to bolt onto that uh, transmission. Do you think that you will catch the hint of why all these companies are like stop putting money towards these Broncos? Do you think they'll? Oh, be absolutely. The, so the main, <laughs> so the main thing is, um, you see what I'm doing, Cody? Is uh, I dr- I drive something a little bit different than everybody else. <laughs> um, I didn't want to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, Whoa! You don't, you don't want to be part of the cookie cutter crew. <laughs> as far as the aftermarket world goes yeah i would love to have been part of the cookie cutter crew but mm. um i wanted to go different and i completely fucked myself over hey, at least you're honest and it, it does do cool things and it looks cool doing it so i can't i can't say too much but it is I mean, it is fun when you like any minor slip up you do we're just like ah <laughs> it's, it's so good. <laughs> on the flip side, I, I, I think he is one of my favorite guys to see on the trail, though, because oh, he's different. That's for sure. Uh, even if I hated the truck, I think I'm just so far into it now that I can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least everything from here, like you, you're at a point now where it's slowly t- turning into not much of a Bronco anymore. Like it has the frame, it has the body, but okay. Like if you have a problem with the motor or you want to do something to the motor, you swap it. You're tired of your current transmission. You swap it. You know, like you're slowly starting to get away from that. Uh, Gen two, right. Gen two Bronco is what the or yeah. Bronco two, whatever. So two. At least at that, or like if you don't like your leaf strings anymore, guess what? Time to link it, you know, do do some cool shit. Um, oh, absolutely. And like, I mean, sooner or later, that's that's in the works, but it's not going to happen this year or next year or anything. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like, at least now you're at a point where like, you've already swapped out the transfer case, but you've been having a fucking metric, yeah, I don't even know, a, a massive amount of problems with, because it seems like that is commonly your problem. You said you already fixed the steering. The steering was the other problem. Um, the stall you ha- you fixed the uh, the clogged filter because that was your starting problem, like or your fuel flow problem. Like at this point, really, there's not much Bronco problems left. I don't think. Yeah, uh, restricted. I think carbureted is the biggest issue. So it's time for some propane. Uh, I, honestly, it's probably just time for an entire drivetrain swap something that's going to be fuel injected five liter yeah i mean that's it's easy there's a million parts out there for it and it's basic I, and that's definitely what i want mm. and you know it would probably help you out a lot if you went to like a 5.0 t18 or t19 or NP435 to like a 203, 205. I know that that would be a massive increase in weight, but you'd get double, if not more, the horsepower. 
and it's not even that just the having the options to build any of that stuff i feel like it'd be worth it to just go with the five liter because it's out of the explorer you already know that there's a transmission except for i don't know if there's a manual transmission that would work necessarily with that except for that oh then never mind i told you i don't know you started saying numbers, and my brain just broke. I apologize. I'm not autistic. 18 right is the, um, <laughs> it's an old Ford four-speed with like a six-and-a-half to one first gear. I, that that's up as a, I could be talking out of my ass right yeah, now, but I think he's got... It probably is. It's a horrendous shifting trans, trans, ugh, transmission. It's a... Uh, yeah, but uh, the one Jacob weird. has probably has never had the shift bushings even looked at in oh, the no, last 30 years. Not. She's like, kind of grainy. It's kind of like it's. Ka-ching, ka-ching. I don't know oh, how I'm gonna shift it on the trail. <laughs> let's let's. So I got a TPT in my uh, F100, and it's not that bad. Okay, I forgot you picked up an F100. But before we get into that, I didn't even know about that. Hold on, before we get into that, tell us a little bit of a little bit more about the doubler thing because yeah. we we grazed over that grueling process. Like we heard electronic shift, and everybody was like, "What?" Like, let's, let's kind of like what? Space what all? What'd you all? Have, what'd you have to do for that? Um, I had to contact. Um, I got a hold of Rob and took a drive to. I don't remember where the hell he was living. Um, nope. Before he was up there, oh. or after, I guess. Um, what was it? Templeton area. I'm not too sure, actually. Unless well, either way, uh, he had a piece of plate steel, so I went and picked up a piece of plate steel and then cut it to the shape that I thought it needed to be, drilled a bunch of holes. Um, by the way, cutting through a half-inch piece of plate steel with a hole saw sucks. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Why did you use, like, a drill press or something that, you know, like, the average person would use? So I did. Um, but using a five-inch hole saw cutting through half-inch plate, it doesn't go fast. No. Fair. How many hole saws was that? Just, you made the one work? Oh, I made that one work. I don't know if it's ever going to get used for anything again, <laughs> yeah. but... What brand? Because now I need to only buy those if it made it through a half-inch, like, sheet. Uh, Milwaukee, and I would buy another one. Wow. Yeah, I've been using the Lennox ones, and they just, they, they, I don't know, they haven't been doing their thing. Maybe Buckley's been lacking in his team. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you got a guy on the inside, so. Yeah, so when they're free, it's kind of hard to complain, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, I use the uh, the Milwaukee hole saws for the tube notcher I've got. They're pretty good. As long as I've got the drill that has the balls to go through, I've been, uh, I, I run into, not drill issues, but the the one we've got at the shop is air and that one's usually pretty good as long as the air is going that's a whole other issue uh but I, I destroyed an electric drill trying to do it and when i was using the electric drill and i wasn't using like a big like two-handed drill which is kind of what you want to plow through those quick uh, mm-hmm. uh, it didn't seem like those would cut that well but with a nice drill it actually they hold up for quite a while i think i've only gone through you know on my cage and all the other crap I've done, I've maybe used five of them, and I'm pretty stingy with them, so I use them. I hate dead. I hate to say it, but I think Luke only used one in all the years of like his cage. He just never changed it. it. No, it worked fine. That fucker kept like it. Huh. 
worked really good. I don't know, oh, like I mean, maker logic and skill set. See, I, I just <laughs> you, you there's a there's a curve, right, where it becomes slower, and the slower it becomes, the less you know, the more time I'm now wasting sitting there cutting the hole. So you know, there is a point where you need to change it so you have that efficiency back. But did you did you lube it? Or are you lubing it when you're me? Yes. Yeah, I throw some WD on it. Oh, okay. It's not what you're supposed to use, but it's you know. Yeah, I think we were using actual cutting lube for some cutting oil. Yeah, I think I'm... I brought some down. Half or whatever. the time we were using motor oil. Is that what it was? I think it was. Kind <laughs> oh of yeah, the premium premium cutting <laughs> oil, Cody. We we kept <laughs> dipping the drills and shit into the bucket of uh, used motor oil. <laughs> I don't think we're talking about the same thing because I don't remember dipping anything in fucking motor oil. Yeah, we definitely did, and we used your stuff until the nozzle broke off, yeah. and then we started using the motor oil. Okay, maybe. Um, and just for the record, motor oil, incredibly awesome, cheap cutting fluid. Really? Really. Yeah. Um, Like, I shit you not, and we it have can it. be used in industry for certain metals. Now, can we use can we use used motor oil? Because like then that's a Absolutely. perfect answer. No, then you can keep your motor oil and just dip it in, like dip your pipe in, fuck whack it around, and then put it in there. You're good to go. Literally, what we were doing. Man. At one point, I had uh cut a uh I think it was a Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee cup. I cut the fucking thing to make it a little shorter, and I was just slowly dripping used motor oil on the fucking tube. While Luke was cutting it. Oh my god. Anyways, back to the yeah, conversation. I don't know how we got onto that from building a coupler. Uh, uh, yeah. A whole saw and half inch plate. And how many of them were abused? So, five inch hole saw you were saying? Yeah. Um, other than that, it was pretty much split the transfer case, mount the half onto the plate, um, center it up, which was the biggest deal because you don't want uh, the little mid shaft that runs between the doubler case and the, uh, the transfer case. You don't want it to have any offset. Mm -hmm. So that, that took a little bit of time getting all everything squared away. I sent Graham some pics. I think I'm sure you saw those with like all the lines that were just like scribed across yep. the flight. Yeah, it worked. I mean, that that's how it got done, but it was, it was a little uh, tough for somebody as well as the state would say, special in my case when it comes to numbers and finding where everything needs to be. But yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, I said I, halfway through, I'm like, oh, I'm going to make a second one and I'm going to sell this thing. And there's there's no way in hell I'm going to make a second one of these. Well, um, what you could do, yeah, you wouldn't want to hand make a second one. But if somebody had a, you know, a plasma table that could cut through half-inch plate, I think there are things you could that can do that. Yeah. You could literally just cut that out and repeat it over and over again very quickly. Absolutely. The only problem is I would have to give away some of my transfer cases, and that's not going to happen. <laughs> just sell one to recuperate the money that you spent no, on you just, yours. Then, just sell the intermediate plates, and they can get their own fucking transfer cases. That's For their me. problem. They have their own. They need to get their own hoard. <laughs> I, I was collecting uh, transmissions for a while, too, so I could take that uh, tail shaft off and build that mid shaft. Is that what you did? You made the mid shaft? What did you end yeah. up stealing it from? I don't think we ever fully disclosed. So I ended up with a 
90 something Ford Explorer, like early 90s. Um, that was grenaded. And then Josh had one that was also grenaded. And I just cut both of those off. And I guess I'm just hoarding more stuff than I realized. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you didn't hoard it, you wouldn't be able to put this monstrosity of a transfer case together. That's true. You should, you should tell my wife that when she sees all my parts kicking around. Well, this is why you have to get a, you know, a, a I don't know how you're, uh, if you have a garage or not, but this is where that stuff goes. You just stuff it away in there. It doesn't have to be seen, and nobody has to know it's there. That's what I do with it. So my garage, garage is pretty well packed, as well as a 40-foot shipping container. Hmm. Oh my okay, god. You're doing better than me. Uh, <laughs> by a lot. Bonus points on the shipping container. That's a chat idea. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Morgan is going to hate you. <laughs> I think they're pretty cheap, too, aren't they? If you get multiple, yeah. you can get a bunch of shipping containers, Luke, and make a garage. Just, you know, a shanty. At the centers? No, no, no. I mean, no, you no, gotta no, no. Just like, put two for, side. for some way, they're almost. I mean, they're almost watertight. Yeah. Yeah, you, you could probably... I don't know if you could fit a Jeep in one. I don't know how, you know, their exact dimensions, but... I think you can. Pretty you can sure. like 8 by 8 by 40 You okay. can. Yeah, yeah, you definitely should be able to. As long uh, as you don't have, like, the, the shipping containers set. are the size of a semi-trailer. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'd be a tight fit. It'd be a pain in the ass to get in and out, I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do anything other than maybe just for the winter. Yeah, so maybe what you do is you buy five or six shipping containers, and then you put two on the sides. Aluminium out of it. Yeah, you basically build a a storage unit garage monstrosity, and you can have all your parts in the upstairs, and the the garage, quote unquote, the enclosed area can be underneath. There you go. So you know what? You know I'm gonna keep the... it as a dream, like a really mediocre dream. <laughs> Just like you know, um, was a shitbox XJ. <laughs> Your dream build, my dweeb build, Richie. God, you know, um, my cover it that I have out back. Yeah, it was a big uh, gray tarp thing that got mm -hmm. that come the yeah the the company that uh makes the cover it also has a system that attaches to the top of containers. So that way you put two of them side by side, well, okay, you know, so spaced out. We don't need and then you put more of those over. Yeah, we only need two. Exactly. Or you could get a you know a a double garage going with three. Now that's <laughs> the way to go. Anyways, back to the topic <laughs> ahead. Holy shit! Well, we're getting distracted quite a bit, huh? So you grab the mit you grab the tail shaft off of what night we didn't even make it far. <laughs> we we're just getting like sidetracked with hole saws and storage containers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go mid shaft. Um, yep. So uh, basically, let's rip through this as quick as possible. Um, we uh, cut the tail shaft off of the transmission. And that goes to a machine shop. They turn it down um, so it can actually get press fit into the shaft that gets cut that originally goes inside the planetary gears in the case. That gets cut off right at those gears. Um, that gets milled out. 
I think that's the right term. I don't know. You drill it out a little bit bigger, and then the tail shaft gets turned down. Those get press fit together, and then it goes out to somebody that can TIG weld and uh, pre-treat, and it gets TIG together, and there's your mid-shaft. And that's what you had done? Yeah. Um, I wasn't about to tackle it myself. Yeah, fair. I'm you sure know, it would be would... Uh, nice and centered if I did it with an angle grinder and... Uh, Arc welder. Oh yeah, just slap it in. <laughs> I would have been more proud if you did, but it's understandable. Yeah, yeah. This was the one thing I felt like uh, spending a hundred bucks on was probably worth it. Yeah. It only cost you a hundred bucks to get all that done. Um, the machine work and the welding. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Shit. Um. All right. So. Have, have you tested it at all? Or did yeah. we miss something? What do you mean, is he tested it? He's... Shut the fuck up! You know, I know. Oh. People don't fucking know. Jesus! <laughs> what do you... I fucking talk? Oh, I assumed it was... Uh... So, so, okay. I was, like, trying to figure out. I was like, I thought you were with me <laughs> when I tested it. Cody played dumb over here. Is <laughs> mm, it in yet? Did you install the case yet? <laughs> I, I assumed it was in. God damn. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, we it went worked, it worked together, well. right? <laughs> Y'all are right, oh, oh my god, this is a really special one. <laughs> it makes everyone hates Curtis look normal. <laughs> oh boy. And Brad, Dude, it's a special blend of retard. <laughs> We've been on here for a half an hour and we didn't even accomplish anything. <laughs> Well, that's normal. <laughs> Are you back to you listen? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, how how was the doubler? Was it a noticeable difference in performance? It was. It, it was. It was absolutely insane. Um, I, I mean, it was at my bell, so like, I don't really know how much I actually needed it, but I sure I got to play with it a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, that was sort of my reaction uh, with it because. I think we even said it when we were there. You know, everybody who's done their doubler has uh, done gatekeeper, and you didn't do gatekeeper. But we'll we'll sort of gloss over that. You're absolutely correct. You, I, you just... I absolutely did not do gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> but just going up some of those um, the little ledges and stuff they have, even uh, it's so noticeable. Just how much I don't want to say you don't get more traction, but it just feels like it's doing more. It's hard to describe. So I, I I would describe it as you would just have more control. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, even when I was, um, what was it, diff dragger that I was on, Cody? Yep, yep, diff dragger. Um, and, like, I was hitting it in, like, first, and, like, I just literally couldn't drag the dip over. So I'm, like, doing, like, second and third gear, like, dumping the clutch. And at that point, like, how far away from, you know, just regular low am I? Well, yeah, well, what what's your ratio, the final ratio on that? On the case yeah. or with it in low low. Uh, six point one five. Okay, so that's pretty low. Uh, wow, yeah, that's actually. What's really your low. first? First on the transmission. Yeah. No, on the mode. Uh, three. <laughs> Shut <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> right under the. Uh, <laughs> 
I don't know math, so I don't know. And you have five forties or five thirty eights? Uh, yep, five thirty eights. And then thirty sevens, forties? Thirty eight. Thirty eight, okay. Yeah. So his crawl ratio comes out to one thirty one to one. Wow. Is that good? I don't know. Yes, I haven't played good. with that shit. Over a hundred <laughs> is, is good. Huh? Yeah. What what is like is there a number that is too high that you would say? Probably uh, somewhere past a buck fifty. Yeah. Okay. Um but it all depends. I mean those those Toyota guys get into like the two and three hundreds. Yeah, but they're uh they just have too many transfer cases and need something to do with their hands. So my <laughs> my question is roughly what would a stock Cherokee on thirty fives be? Auto okay. or manual? Because auto is easy or manual is easier to calculate. Uh, well, I was gonna say auto, but I mean, well, it matters. The manual is easier, right? So I was actually we were talking, and I didn't realize Miguel's dad has. I think it's four tens or four fifty sixes in his axles. Yeah, isn't that thing on like forty threes? Yeah, and Holy he still crap. drives it, and it doesn't seem to have. Well, then what? I mean, it still let, pushes it. Let's go with the manual. Just, just, just with for the like auto, a you don't notice it point. as much. It's not as relevant in the auto. I feel. I mean, I'm I, I I'm just know. looking for a reference point here. Oh, for a reference point, Richie. A stock XJ manual with nothing done to the drivetrain and 307s is 31. Oh, none of them 307s. Give it 355s. That's the stock XJ manual gear ratio is 307. If you've got a manual, you probably got 307s. If okay. it's well, 355s, it's cool 36.9. Okay. The doubler is where you're is where you get all the extra. Yeah, yeah well, no, I I understand that. I'm I'm, I'm I was just going for like a reference point. Much much lower, like five times less, or four times wow. less. So yeah, math, English math. Science. I do math good. <laughs> a automatic because the first gear in an AW4 is higher than a AX15 is two point eight. So it's twenty-seven to one. Okay. Wow. Um, that's kind of sad. It's really sad. <laughs> but then well, again, your average everyday grandma driving it to go get groceries does not need a hundred to one low. No, no they blow stuff up, just yeah. redlining it in first. Um, <laughs> the other thing is with a torque converter, the torque converter acts between a one point five and a two times multiplier for your first gear because okay. it lets really? it slip. <laughs> yeah. That's the reason that, you know, you can get away with 355s and 35s on a Cherokee. It's going to be a dog, but even in the woods, it'll still work. And the hesitation that you see is the torque converter slipping, trying to get the power down to the wheels due to the shitty crawl ratio. Hmm. Um, more gear, more better. More gear, more better. Let's see. Eh, how'd that work for... Uh... Oh my god. What's his name? I'm totally blanking on his name. The one the one that Luke blew up his tea case. 
That's not more oh, gear. That's Miguel. not that's Dana three hundred problems. That's not anything. Yeah, you to do said with more gear, more better. Well Luke put it in more gear and made it no better. So well, well that was because it was a really stinky ass Dana three hundred that didn't have any upgraded parts, and now it does, and now it won't blow up. We know. It's good to go. Never again. So just for shits and giggles, I did the gear ratio on mine, and my crawl ratio is 56.2 to 1. Okay. And mine is... What's mine? Yours is 2.72 times 2, right? I love yep. how we went to... Uh, we are talking about Ryan, and then it just went all the way back to us again. 112. Ah, so no, this is where we we're going back to Ryan now. He has the lowest crawl ratio of the group. He's uh, king of the ratios. He would win the slow race. Yep. If if Marvell decides to go stupid and figure out how to put his four to one in front of the two point three or whatever's in the oh, stock, going to do an NP two thirty one. He's been thinking about Double it just thing. for the memes, just so he can just <laughs> blow it up. <laughs> it would be stupid. It, I don't even know how to calculate that, especially on stock axles with stock like axle gear ratio. <laughs> like it's so stupid. I, mean, I love that he came out. He was so happy to be oh, on yeah. the trail with that thing. Yeah, he's been he's been well. Her, him and Jordan have just been battling car problems for so fucking long now that it's just nice that he can actually go out and wheel, have a good time, and then just drive it home. Like, it's it's been a long time. Even though he almost caught on fire, we could talk about that once we get into, once we push past I think I think we're about there, unless we have any other... I think we're there. I no, mean... I have questions! Okay, Cody's got questions. more questions. Did you get I don't any think there's questions? any more questions to have. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, let's see. Are these go, valid questions? Go ahead, Cody. Cody. Go ahead. No, these are valid questions. What I'm trying to say okay. is... Okay. You sure, you sure Ryan, go. before you just okay me again, mister? Do you, did hey, you anytime you're ready, Cody. Spit it out. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Junior. <laughs> I'm waiting. Anyways... Did the uh, did the guy do a good job balancing out the mid shaft? There's no like wobbliness, no weirdness, or anything like that. Or did you notice any uh, like your motor balance are bad now that there's more torque being applied to the motor, like based off of uh, like how much you're having to drive it differently? Um, I don't think it does anything different. Um, it doesn't make any new sounds. There's no weird. Uh, I don't know, like what you want to call it, the the whirring sounds, like when gears are, I don't know, I guess doing their whatever the hell the gears do. Um, I was expecting that it was going to be more of a whining sound. Mm -hmm. And mine I just like didn't really have that. Sorry to bring it back around to me here, but mine <laughs> cries like a little baby in there sometimes. It's obnoxious. Um, I got to adjust the, uh, I think that idler shaft's a little loose. Uh, I put the shims back where they were, but it apparently didn't, doesn't care. So, we're, oh, I put a new idler shaft in. That might be part of the problem. I fucked up the old one. So anyways, yeah. Sorry. Back to Ryan. Well, back What to other Luke. questions do you have? Me? Yeah, I thought you had two. That was one. Was it worth it? Um, I would say absolutely, because even rebuilding drive shafts and stuff, I think I'm into it for like 400 bucks. Holy that's shit. Solid. That's like nothing. Yeah, that's pretty good. So to have just the option of low, low if I need it for $400, yeah, that's great. 
you know, we really could take my 231, chop it, and then put that in front of the SYE. We could do it. We you could. Some, <laughs> yes, you could. Somebody to, uh, yeah. to take it up, but you could. Yeah. Fuck it. We'll make it happen. I'm, I'm going to keep this. <laughs> so does that mean I can take the output shaft from a a AW4 and AX15 and use that as my intermediate shafts? Because would that be no. the same? Mm, I don't think so. So you should be able with the 231s to uh, just find some somebody out there that just makes the kit for it. Yeah. They make an intermediate. But if you, just buy yeah, an but even, even if you're going that route. You can just Sorry, buy an eco box. Uh, the eco box will just go in front of it. The eco box itself is... Uh, I, I don't remember the price. It was... Was it 500 Or more? Something like that. It's... But I mean, it's a solid got... unit, but even the eco box, not the black box, you get, you know, you got to source parts, so you're paying 500 bucks for the casing, which is nice because it's basically bulletproof right you're not going to worry about it you can swap inputs you can do whatever but uh uh you know it's and it comes already with the intermediate over... yeah you're already over ryan's oh it does come with the intermediate okay then that's uh a little better i forgot about that and it makes it a lot easier um you know you're paying 600 bucks for ease there because it's not like we don't have stashes of 231s just laying around True, I've got two that just sit around. Can't get rid of them. One's there you go, Cody. Well, so the kit is $600. I just looked at it. That's, that's nothing. Yeah, but like, I feel like we could make that's it That's like less. nothing. Alright, yeah, so then go buy an Atlas and have it shipped to your front door for $4,200. Yep. No, I... Whoa, whoa, before <laughs> I get an Atlas, I would just do a very, very simple... Rubicon T case for like fifteen hundred bucks. Slap it in and laugh at it. Just work. Like, yeah, dude. How are you gonna do it for fifteen hundred dollars? You don't want to spend six hundred. Yeah. Well, that's okay. If I was gonna spend anywhere's Ryan upwards of like five hundred dollars, I'm just gonna do what is okay. We have literally seen the absolute mayhem that Colin has done to that tra <laughs> that vehicle, and it still fucking works. My there's a downside to the two forty one that. I don't think is, I think we sort of have like, there's not a downside to it, so to speak, but the downside is you don't have options. You have four to one, you have normal range or low, low, you don't get two, seven, two or two but or it's six. Not even like low, low. That's, it's that's right. I, I didn't even think about that. You only get um, four. So you're literally getting. So, a so I mean, would it, would it change? I mean, Cody's. Uh, your Jeep's automatic, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, like, I mean, you'd kind of get screwed. I feel like if it was a manual, like, that's fine. Just pop it in second or third or whatever. Yeah, I get away with low, low. I just throw it in fifth and, and drive around. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, but I could do a manual shift body for pretty cheap. Not shift body. Uh, not the fucking shift. But Jesus Christ. I could do the manual electronic shifter. shift selector, yeah. Um, And I could just tell it what gear I wanted to put it, like, what I want it to be in, and it'd be super fucking easy. Or do, like... I mean, realistic, it's not the end of the world, but there are times where it it's nice to be able to change your ratio. And sometimes I do like going back to the 272 just for certain things. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it depends on the obstacle. Or the 2 to 1 can be also useful. Yeah. For when it if you fast, just need a... Fast. Yeah, or, or if half you got speed. a... Exactly. Um, 
I don't know. I just feel like the issue I have with the 231-231 is it makes sense to me if we're talking about like a 2.5 liter TJ where you can push that motor forward and keep your drive shafts almost where they need to be and whatnot and you don't have enough horsepower. But with a 4 liter, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, you're going to grenade the second case. Because remember how bad Ducky was for blowing cases up? I don't remember I Ducky like, blowing a case. Ah, I put two of them in there. How did they blow, though? Because... um, One of them sheared the shaft off right after the chain. Okay. Um, That's a pretty impressive break. I'll give you that one. The other one blew the front input. Like, it dislodged itself and took out part of that case. Well, Ducky also had the 5.2? Or was yeah. it 5.9? Yeah, I was just going to say, Ducky was also V8. But I'm just saying that Ducky, even being a V8, did not have the horsepower or the, or I should say the torque, did not have the torque that you were talking about sending a double 231 through. Because whatever a 4 liter makes, you're multiplying that times 2.7 and sending that through the case. Just to clarify, the kit that I found was actually not for 231 to 231. The way that they word it is weird. It is a 231 to Dana 300 kit. So just to just Those to are pretty common as yeah. well. I think you see that quite I just, a bit. Uh, 231 to Honestly, if you were work. looking to do it cheap, and you didn't care if you weren't like a, you know, a snob for what kind of transfer case you get, and you don't mind getting a 300 that might explode. Uh, which, I mean, realistically, under your Jeep right now, like, I don't know if you'd need a doubler, but it would be kind of cool. Nah. Uh, but th the best route is to find somebody selling them, you know, just selling the whole thing. You've got a Jeep okay. motor transmission, right? So it's not... You're going to be able to find somebody somewhere at some point who decides, I don't want my doubler anymore. It was on my Jeep, and they sell it. Luke. And then you can uh, yeah, just take all like that. Yeah, like that setup that I sold would have been great under yeah. something like your Jeep. But the Dana 20. At least, I mean, if what? you sold it, there's going to be somebody else selling another one. Exactly. I sold it because I just didn't have time. Also, I'd. Having rebuilt a Dana 20, I'm I don't, I'm skeptical. If the Dana 300 is anything like the Dana 20, which I think it is, it's a uh, it's a little wimpy. I'm a, oh. I'm not a fan of those outer you know, the output shafts. They're very small, really tiny. Not they are. It makes sense as to why they blow up. Anyways, I think we're done with questions on transfer cases. Uh, hold on, Graham, 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 hold on. Okay, yeah. holding. Cody, there's, there's are we cooler. done, no. Mr. Wyland? Do you have a cooler on your doubler? We need to know. <laughs> yeah, did you... So, so I, I, I listened to that episode the other day, and you know what? It's not a dumb question. Thank you. Thank you. So but you no, I do not. You did put a cooler yeah. on your doubler. Ah. Uh, I did not put a cooler. <laughs> what did you think about it? I did not. I can honestly say I didn't, but I did make sure there's enough fluid in there. That's important. Fluid's but, overrated. I so what have questions now. Okay. What? So what happened with Marvell almost catching himself on fire? 
Oh, it wasn't anything new. It was just the old simple. He well, actually Ryan can answer this better because he actually stuck his head in there. I just took fi- like photos of him falling off of a like a rock face, so he can answer this. Um, basically, we just saw a bunch of fluid uh, pouring out of something out of the front of the engine and dribbling nicely down the exhaust and down the unibody towards the back of the vehicle. Um, he forgot a hose clamp on the return line for the power steering. So it was just dumping out as fast as he went to crank the wheel. That's superb. Yeah. I mean, you know, who would have thought? Not uh, hose clamps. Yeah, sorry, Marvell, but I mean, come on. Under the bus. Yeah, I mean, I can kind of see it like low side is, or that low pressure side part of me. You don't really think about it, but yeah. I mean, it's still pressure. It's, it's, I know it's a return line, but it's still pressure and power steering fluid does like to catch on fire. Yes, and we've had this problem before, so you'd think that, you know, they might figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we kind of have to give them a hard time about it. But yeah, so did we talk about that weekend much or no? Yeah, we uh, had like a whole half an episode on it. Did we? Oh. Wow, that was like last week, dude. <laughs> I forget, okay? Sometimes it just all mixes together. I'm sorry. <laughs> your uh, apology has not been accepted alrighty well supposedly you're back and running so tell us what you fucking did finally um so my jeep needed to turn signals so I set up the welder and I burned them in after I got the replacement gas bottle and that was cool they look kind of shitty but you know they're kind of like tucked in halfway hidden behind the hatch but they're there it's legal and I'm driving it again and um So yeah, I took it for a test drive. It surprisingly handles very well on the road. Like, it needs a rear drive shaft. I know it needs a rear drive shaft. We've known it needs a rear drive shaft since we tack welded the cap back in. (laughs) And put it on crooked because we were rushing and didn't like... We literally made the mark to get it so it was centered. And then we just totally fucking blew it off when it came down to welding it. Yeah, so it's it's not happy. it's not sad either, but it's not happy. Um, and it makes a really cool grinding noise if the Jeep is coasting and you like let out of the clutch and it's just freewheeling. So that's great. That centering ball is in prime condition. Um, I got it up to like 70 and it needs an alignment and my steering components are probably horrifying. So, you know, but I took it for a nice ride. Uh, we went about 20 miles. And I uh, went out to a really scenic overlook to get a couple pictures of it, and I was enjoying driving it. And on the way home, I, it started to sputter a little bit. And I was like, oh, well, this sucks. Hey, there's the Okoe Dam Diner. My boss said they have really good Rubens. I should probably just park it and let it, like, figure out what it's doing. <laughs> <laughs> now, walk back out there. Like, gonna go finish this Reuben at home. Probably figured itself out. You know, no big deal here. Saying a Reuben sandwich? Yeah. Ugh, okay. I know that's probably like the what worst. What the hell I, is wrong with I you? just wanted to, I was gonna say, I just wanted to clarify. I am not a fan of Reuben's. I don't know why. They're not my thing. 
Just watch so this. Cody, yeah. Um, Get out. Whenever we make Rubens, we make Rubens and we make Ryan's. And the Ryan has everything the Reuben does, minus gross bread, minus sauerkraut, and I think, I believe onions or peppers go on there. We don't put those on there. So basically it's meat, cheese, and bread. I'll take a Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) I got a really good Reuben. See, I can can understand. The gross bread and the sauerkraut is what makes that whole sandwich, though. Might as well just take a Ryan. Oh, well, that sounds good. I I can get behind the rye bread. I know it has a very interesting. Again, I'm sorry for my fatness and my ADD kicking in, and that's why we're talking about fucking Rubens right now. I'm very sorry to everybody listening, but uh, we're gonna be talking about your pickles, dude. Pickles are great. Don't you start with me, Mister. <laughs> we need to have Ryan on more often because he just pickles and a Ruby, honestly. I think it's because out of all the guests, Ryan and I talk the mm-hmm. most. We're like Curtis. Like obviously Curtis and I talk, but he talks it talks to me as much as he talks to everybody else. So he gets to share the love where like Ryan's just on it. He knows he knows the ins and outs. <laughs> um but yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I all right, we might as well ask it now. Like, what's your what's your favorite sandwich then? Do you uh You, you know, don't... we're diverting again. Can this That's wait? Okay. <laughs> Finally, go ahead, go ahead. Tell us about your shitty Reuben or your good Reuben, my bad. I wasn't even going to carry on about the Reuben. We can go yeah. back to the Reuben. You're, you're in the minority on the... the I'm hungry, the okay? Fuck. <laughs> All right, the, your only option is a Reuben, though. No, I'll eat the crust. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Luke. I apologize. You went and did what with your Jeep? Sorry. So I walk out and I'm like, yeah, she'll start right up. I replaced the ignition coil. It was cracked all the way around and I could see into the coil. That had to have been my hot no start problem. She was just being a bitch because it's the first time that she's gotten, you know, anything since Harlan and before Harlan Roush. Nope. Get in it. Just cranks. No fuel pump. Nothing. Fuck. Okay. So I waited there for like two and a half hours till Morgan was going to get out of work and I gave her the address and I'm like, I should try starting it again. And the fuel pump kicked on this time. And I was like, wait, what? Okay. Didn't start, but I gave it a couple more minutes and then it started up and I started driving it home and about halfway home, it started dying and restarting on me going down the road. Like... 20 times a sec or a minute not a second um and like it was hilarious i got home and the header was glowing it was backfiring like the entire way home you not have like an o2 sensor plugged in or something like is it one of the or like a or a mass position sensor was failing so it was spraying fuel but with no spark i've I didn't know they did that. That's interesting. Well, it sounds like your coil's still no good. My coil is... If you're spraying fuel and not getting spark, that's a bad coil. (laughs) The crank position sensor is what controls your um, spark. Like, if it's not reading, it won't allow for spark. It kills it in the computer. Oh. So the coil doesn't get anything. That's just stupid. So I got home... I don't I have a coil pack. I don't have to deal with your little... Yes, you do. You have a crank position sensor. I have one of those, but everything else is computer. I don't have to hey, deal I with... I got me one of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, I got, like, the PlaySchool uh, 
ignition system. <laughs> <laughs> Which also sucks. Just no, I've never had an issue with it. <laughs> Knock on wood. It's never had a problem. Oh, they like to crack at the um, where the cover mounts I have a and get water in them. Fine. Yeah. I just had a bad crank position sensor. This is like the third time that motor and transmission has been out. It wouldn't surprise me if I wailed it on the firewall a time or two. Or six. And yeah, I got a nice second degree burn putting that in there and it sucks, but thankfully it's on 40s and uh, back to sandwiches now, Cody. Ruben's <laughs> What does the 40s have to do with the CPS? Uh, I'm able to sit under the Jeep and fish. Oh, the... gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, there, yeah. Comfort is key. Yep. True. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, since we got into the conversation of, you know, good old sandwiches, oh we might goodness. as well continue with it because I'm fucking hungry. So now I got a daydream about some fucking sandwiches. Goddamn fat fuck. Personally, <laughs> I'm like a, like a, oh, I can't even say that one. Never mind. Fuck it. I'm going to say it. Like a sausage, peppers, and onions with like a little bit of sauce. That's a fucking fire sandwich. Or. Like a grilled chicken sandwich with like onions and peppers. So you That's like, like hot dogs and. See, I wasn't going to talk about sausages because I figured somebody was going to make a gay joke. So like I just kind of <laughs> shut up for a second. You don't have like... to make gay jokes. We had a whole episode about you getting pegged. Right. And I wouldn't peg you for somebody that would be offended by that talk. <laughs> also, aren't you an adult? It's only eight o'clock at night. You can just get in your car and drive and go get a sandwich. I'll explain later. I'll explain. Okay. All right. Sorry. He doesn't Sorry. have a car. This revolves around. No, I have a car. This revolves around what happened before the podcast. We could talk about it later, though. We're not. We're not I, I feel like this is a good intro. No. No. Okay. All right. No. I mean, you're kind of building up, but not deliver. All right. I mean, what did you expect? We pegged him in for the role, and he was just so <laughs> let down. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> um not not for nothing though. Not for nothing. One of Richie, my favorite sandwiches is a... my fucking lines. <laughs> not for nothing. I gotta ask. <laughs> but I one of my favorite sandwiches is a the dildo? No, Philly just... cheese steak with roast beef. Ooh wait, 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 wait. Philly cheesesteak with roast beef, or you yep. mean like just roast beef instead of the, the shaved nope. steak? Both meats together. Uh, all right, I'll have to try that, that sometime. Because I do know, like, um, you ever been to D'Angelo's and get their, uh, fuck, what was it called? They added, like, salami to it and a few other things in it, like, to their steak sandwiches, and it's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So fucking but, good. Uh, pro tip for it, though, you do uh, a normal amount of American cheese on the sandwich and then you just spritzel a little bit of mozzarella on top of the american uh, cheese yeah. and you you toast it up and it nah beautiful hey guys we got sidetracked again like really bad no yeah. this is this is a topic <laughs> we were on a sandwich topic <laughs> Um, oh, I was talking about my XJ leaving me stranded, and we ended up on sandwiches, so we're talking about sandwiches now. We can go back to the XJ leaving me stranded, just like it took us 20 minutes to get through your damn doubler. 
All right. I mean, if if you want to, I feel that we're good to leave the sandwich conference. But that's just me. You know, we gotta check the room. I first. think we've talked. We've we've covered all of your sandwiches and subs. All right. Uh, so, what's your favorite sandwich then, Grim? We might as well finish it up. Wrap it up. Come on. What's your favorite sandwich right now? Come on. Uh, I'll say Reuben just to spite you. Fuck. You. It's honestly anyway. my go-to if I don't know what to get. So. <laughs> Ryan, what's your go-to? We might as well wrap it up then. Oh, that's, uh, a, that's a sandwich pun. Look at me go. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You, you know, Your helmet is being delivered. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with like a cheeseburger grinder with no veggies, but add bacon. All right, perfect. But I yeah. guess that's more of just a bacon cheeseburger. It's, a it's, fine. it's still a sandwich. It's I mean, bread. all right, fine. Bacon cheeseburger it works. Hold on, now I gotta get to controversial shit. Is no. a hot dog a sandwich? No, I would say a hot dog is a sandwich. No, it's got one piece of bread. The taco. It's, a, it's toast. The taco. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the sandwich cut. Co- uh, Dude, he heard hot dog got all excited, man. Cut that out! Cut that out, please. Time stamp. Time stamp. In there. Oh, you guys need to leave that in. Remember, Richie, I make the edits, bitch. I would have pegged that one more on Cody. Take the roll of the sandcock. Okay. (laughs) Oh, we need to move on before this gets anywhere. This is defaulting. I'm dying. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So not a sandwich. Anyways, um, I, I feel like I feel like it's still a sandwich. I mean, you've got a, you've got a bun, and so look at it this way. Graham said that it's two pieces. Well, when you go to Subway and you get a grinder, they just kind of open it up. It's still connected. So that's a sub. Is a sub a different type of is sandwich that, though? But is it a hoagie? Well, I thought it was. Is it a sub? Is it a grinder? What's the? That man, I'm getting really controversial with this One whole sandwich. One piece of bread. I do not think- I one piece sandwich. of bread is toast. That's that's what it is. It's just one piece. No, one piece of bread is a piece of bread. It's only toast when it's heated up. Yeah, well, how many times do you it's get a It's only toast when toasted? it's toasted. Personally, <laughs> I don't like... Oh, my God. This is getting horrible. <laughs> we're, fuck, we're just, we just going to stop. Now. No, we're, we're, we're in it now. We dude. can't solve this mystery, Rick Cody. Dude, it, we we so, might as well double down. But anyways, go ahead. So on that note, my favorite sandwich would be a Nardelli's buffalo chicken grinder with the, um, it's got to have the olives and bell peppers on it with a little bit of hot sauce and ranch sprinkled on there. Even though blue cheese is better for some reason. Thank you. Ranch on that sandwich, just like bomb. But if I can't get that, it's going to be a Reuben because Reuben's fuck. Especially with extra onion and extra sauerkraut. Oh, I was just gagged. Double the rag. <laughs> wow, we know you don't have a gag reflex from your pegging episode. I'm out of here. Sign me out. Fuck you guys. Anyways. Back to I'm- wheeling? No, we might as well plug something really quick and oh fucking Christ. <laughs> oh, God dang it, I can't get away from it. Oh shit. Well, 
fucked up. You would be the person to peg that one and get it fucked up real good. Anyways, we have a Facebook page now. And something that's really, really cool about the Facebook page is that when we post our episodes, they go straight to Facebook now. Or when we post them up there, I don't know. We, Graham can kind of get into that a little bit more. But if you guys don't know, we do now have that, and it's a lot easier than clicking any links, having to go through some other crazy page. You can literally just go to Facebook, press play, boom, you're you're off to the races. Um, it's If you guys can, and again, I'm not talking to the guys talking on the podcast. I'm talking to you listeners. If you guys can, please go like it or follow it. I don't know exactly how the page is set up and oh. what style it is. Well, Please feel free to do both because obviously it'll help us. The more people that see the follows, the likes and all that shit, the more likely it's like their acceptance into being like, oh, okay, this is probably cool. You know, it's their like rite of passage to thinking that this is cool as well. But then again, I don't think we're cool. So maybe you shouldn't either. Either way, feel free to go over there and check that out. Um, leave a review, leave something stupid. So that makes us laugh. If there's some good ones, we'll definitely bring it up on the podcast or we'll talk about more sandwiches. So you decide what you want us to do. You want more sandwich content? Don't say shit. You want us to talk about you? Give us some shit to talk about. So now we can move on to whatever. If you want to highlight all of the really dumb things that we talk about, uh, like, uh, doubler coolers. That's my favorite. I love when people call (laughs) it the stupid shit. Cause we don't, sometimes we miss it because we just, you know, we aren't thinking about it. And then somebody will, like call it out and it's like oh yeah that that was kind of stupid <laughs> so it so, is really, sorry, I, I don't think i don't think it's i don't think it's stupid shit um i mean maybe like to us but like for people that don't really know too much about it i mean you got a cooler for you know transmission oil uh power steering so i mean i guess a transfer case could make sense i think the the major like takeaway from it is that there's no pump that is actually pressuring any lines that's not true um, i mean technically the the 231's got a pump it's got that little pumpy thing that pushes but, the fluid from the bottom to the top like it's got to oil itself yes but how would you get vacuum yeah you're like, not gonna get a true if you did an inline pump which kind of sucked to do no yeah the entire concept once you actually think about it is just so stupid but it wouldn't be horrible though (laughs) but i don't think it's needed no it is not (laughs) out of all Um, the things that i oh sorry go ahead no you go ahead go ahead out of all the things that i think of overheating on my rig that's probably not one of them the radiator on the other hand well it likes yangling so (laughs) oh my god jesus how many hey, hey, how many times he, do you get to mention it. that you fed your radiator Yingling? Um, I think well, we got at least ten more episodes until at we beat least, that horse. At least once per podcast since Harlan. I know. Hey. <laughs> hey, I did my fluid check, and she got a little extra last time or yesterday. You so, a little more Yingling. Yeah. Wow. Give it an extra sip. Gave it another sip, and she was a good dog. <laughs> Until she let me broke down like a bitch. Bad idea. Oh Jesus! Then you wonder why you broke down. No, I don't wonder why. My Jeep's a shitbox, and it got abused for like a full fucking what was that? Almost two seasons, with only changing motors. Yeah. Yeah, but you wheeled it what once, twice, maybe. No, I wheeled the fuck out of it. We just changed the shit out of the motors. 
and then he broke we it got, at Roush. Oh, yeah, that was last season. I'm thinking this season. My bad, dude. I'm thinking this yeah, season. Yeah, this season I only wheeled it once. I'm wheeling New Year's, which is going to be cool, hopefully. Um, Sounds like an interesting time. Are you guys going to watch the ball drop from like the hood of the car? No, we're just going to AOP for the day. Oh, oh, so New Year's Day, not New Year's Eve. Got it. I, I'm stupid. Anyways. Yeah, it's a hangover run. We're meeting up there at 10 because, yeah. you know, hangover run. Uh, you know, and it's going to be a short day. Didn't mean you do a hangover run back a in the day run. up at Ma Bell. Um, we did do a hangover run at Ma Bell. We had like four people show up. It was great. We ran Ma Bell almost as quick as I ran it with Ryan that time. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty fast day. Which, by the way, Ryan, you and I hold our or my quickest time up my bell. I don't know. There's no way you guys did it faster than the day that you brought your neighbor and I brought my buddy Matt. We were we literally did it in like 20 minutes. I brought my neighbor and we did it in like 20 minutes. But <laughs> instead, there was nothing else that happened. Like. Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, I know. He means up and down. So yeah. the day that we went with Matt is when we met up with like another group and we would like talk with them for a bit. That's oh, I, I understand. Sure. I miss I that I had the same thought where I'm just like, are we talking about the same fucking thing or what? <laughs> but yeah, I see what you mean. Oh, I the mean, wording we made it all bad. the way up and then all the way back down in 20 minutes. There you go. Full That's loop. Pretty good. <laughs> It's absolutely insane so to think about every, that, though. Every hard line, yeah. like we took every hard line except loading dock, and that with Ryan was the only time I ever did gatekeeper. You never got middle line or right line. Um, middle. Okay. Yeah. I want to try the right line. So the right line fucked up. No, it's not. Everybody says that, but I watched a, like a basic one-ton Cherokee just go up it. Everybody's scared of it. I don't know why. Don't I've also watched buggies roll down the side of it. So I cool. Mean... <laughs> so be it. That's what the cage is for. I'm just saying, like it. it it's in there. It's right there at the landing. We roll it back over. We go up the middle line, or we try again, right? Yes. Now we're getting into the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so question, Cody. Answer for you. And don't. Don't get that look on your face. I'm not going to be rude. I just have an honest question. Oh, fuck. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you covered it in the episode that didn't air yet. Don't, don't even start that. Because I can still see you. You're like a small child. But anyways, um, why wasn't your Cherokee at Ma Bell? Okay. So, okay. So, my original plan. If you already, if you already, so, if you already covered it in the previous episode, you don't have to bring it up again. I'm just curious. I don't think I, you did. Might have, but I'll brush over it as quickly as I would have. So my original plan, when I said yes to bringing my Jeep to Ma Bell, I expected to have started work a week before the week of us going. So I would have gotten my paycheck that Friday. Um, so that way I could actually like put the gas, like spend the extra 40 bucks on gas to take my truck out, get the trailer, put the Jeep on the trailer and go out. But I didn't start until the week before we went. And I'm and I'm on a biweekly schedule, so I'm still on the like no direct income right now. So like spending the extra cash to just go and have fun is just not in the budget right now. So 
and not to mention if I broke it, like I already have the problem of the steering and I did not want to take the chance. Like if I broke it on trail, who fucking cares? It's not a bit, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it sucks because we have to drag it out, but like, it's not, it's not the worst thing. I just didn't want to compromise it on trail, start driving home and then just end up in the other lane. Cause my steering box broke off the side of the rig. That's the main concern pretty yeah. much. It's, it's also fairly oh. responsible to know that your rig is, not what it should be at and there's a high chance it's going to break and just opt to not bring it i mean yes. it's, it's you're gonna get shit for it but you're gonna get shit when you're broken in the middle of the trail and we have to drag your ass out and you have to figure out you know what you're doing from there as well so uh, so, so i mean you safely get shit or you unsafely get shit yeah. I, well yeah, i mean it's just a matter I, of whether he's wasting other people's time or not Correct. I'd rather responsibly go. And, and and again, I took photos. I took over 530 photos that day for everybody to use. Um, And not to mention, I have a really good time spotting or wheeling or like in the vehicle driving. To me, it really like, OK, yes, if we drove all the way down to fucking Kentucky, you bet your ass I'm going to want to be driving because it's a new property. But a place like Mabel, where I've been a bajillion times, there's nothing new. So there's no reason for me to have like a. Uh, Fogo, FOIA with fear of missing out. Oh, FOMO. There we go. Fogo. Acronyms. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking BOGO, like buy one, get one. But <laughs> um, so missing out on wheeling at my bell doesn't doesn't affect me in any negative way. Um, right, no worries. I was just curious if there was, you know, catastrophic problems or. Not yet. Um, I'm sure there will be. I still I probably need at least another thousand into it to get it to a spot where I'm happy with it by next season. But in like, oh, oh no, thousand bucks over a few months. Go cry or me a river, you know, or go cry myself a river. Like, not the end of the world. I just right. got money aside to make it happen. Um, but yeah, uh, I can't wait to get it back out going. Um, I definitely miss wheeling it, and I mean, I don't care I don't about know this how shit. you. I don't know how you guys survive. Like with only wheeling like twice a year, I I get itch like antsy after a month. I've wheeled it. And my rig isn't close to done. Like I'm at I'm at the point where mine's been sitting for uh about a month, Mm -hmm. and I'm already like like I (laughs) I need I need to work on it. I need to be driving. I need to do something to it. And we just I've been working on other people's stuff, uh, which you know is just always the case. But it's it's gotten me like. Uh, with with JB's axles coming in and I'm literally doing you know I'm going to be building my axle like not in parallel to him but sort of uh you know right after those are done I'm hoping to get some of the work on mine done uh, I'm still waiting on parts for that uh but it's I'm I'm getting excited but I don't know how you guys can go like 6 months or a year without doing anything like that just that pissed me off cuz what else was I going to do it was broken and I didn't want to just Booger it back together. It was just yeah. I know that's worked. why you got to not put yourself in that spot. You got to get it. Get you it going. helped talk me into that spot. What are you talking about? I told you to flip the Leafs, and you're like, I can't do it. Marvel um, managed to make it work. At Roush, yeah. No, my Leaf boxes were completely and utterly destroyed, and I don't think Marvel was wheeling a one-ton rig on forties for two years. And on stock boxes. Oh, like, I, can't, I can't wait to look at mine. I'm glad you reminded me of how shitty those stock boxes are. My yeah, mine were fog. fucked. Um, literally all four of them were cracked in different spots. So, like, it just didn't matter and it wasn't worth anything to fix that. 
And by the time that I got done with that and all the fucking around I did with the doubler, if I hadn't had the doubler, I probably would have already have had it out wheeling before I left. But yeah. I had the doubler, and the doubler fucked me. So. Is what it is. It be. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, I'm just waiting. I did, I think I, I don't think I've said anything to anybody other than Jacob. I did grab 40s. Maybe I did. I don't remember. Uh, well, I sure as fuck didn't hear about that. Yeah, so I ended up going with the Maxis Razors that, uh, you know, Mike Craig talks about all the time. So we'll see how those do. Um, did you get them sure. new or no? I got them new. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm going to, like, I was, I, you know, I teased the 37, selling the 37s. I'm probably going to sell them because, you know, I have a ton of money on shit. But uh, if nobody bites on them, I'll keep them and do something dumb with them. But I think I can sell them for a... I, I think I can get... I don't, I don't know what a reasonable price to sell them for is, but two of them are literally brand new, minus the one Kentucky trip on them, uh, with you know, no holes or anything. Uh, and the other two I have in the back, I gotta look at. One of one of them for sure is in good shape. The other one might have. I think I just blew the bead. I don't think there was anything wrong with it. And then I have two that are basically spares. They're spanked. And then the IROC, obviously. So like I could technically sell somebody who's trying to do a one-ton swap like seven tires outright. I don't know what a reasonable price is for them yet. I still gotta sort of like numbers. For that many tires, probably like fifteen hundred bucks on rims. Yeah, like it's literally like bolted onto your Super Duty axle and go. So, and I, I mean the rims, the rims are shitty, but they're not that bad. I've run them for years, and I just swapped a bunch of them. They just dent up and they look gross, but they're on know. rims though. Yeah, I gotta take a picture of stuff, and I might even be able to get uh, another tire from Four Wheel Parts because I think the one that I had. With their tire war, I don't know how their tire warranty works. I haven't actually used their tire warranty because every tire I've broken has been off the tire warranty. Uh, but I do have one that was under warranty, and I think I popped one, so I might be able to get a new one. So then it would be one brand new tire, two with one run on it, and then some other junk. So I don't know. In worst case, I don't get somebody to buy them, and I can just keep them, uh, put them on the J20. So how much I, you want for them? I'm surprised you got rid of the traps, like. I thought you liked those a lot. I do. Um, I'm surprised you didn't replace them with bigger traps. <laughs> I could, the idea. But, you know, they're, uh, I'm, I'm not deviating too far. We're still in Max's territory. Uh, I, okay. I believe the razors are similar compound, if not the same compound. They're the same Yeah, compound. so it's literally just a different tread pattern. Uh, so, the advantage okay. too much the razor... Credit. The advantage that the razors offer over traps is that they have a slightly better behaving side hilling profile. So they're less likely to slide. Huh. Well, we need that. <laughs> I was going to say, I know of a few times that that would have helped you, Graham. <laughs> you know, they've got four distinct tread blocks and they don't have an angle to them, so... They yeah, want the to just kind of go straight. 
Yeah. And if I was going to do trip, like, if I was going to buy like 40 trips, I don't know if I'd want to do the radials. And I don't, the, you know, the aggressive ones, I don't know. I used to like them, but the more I look at them, the less I like the look. I don't know. It's hard to describe. Maybe it's just because I've seen Curtis's rig so much and it's old now, but. Uh, it was also the fad back then. You're talking about like four or five years ago, right? Yeah. No, they used to be yeah. really fucking cool and everybody mm-hmm. loved them. And now it's not as big of a deal that they've got the massive side lug things. Um, still like them. They still, no, they're still cool tires. It's just, uh, I don't know. They're, the appeal for me wore off a bunch, so I'm I'm not really attached to that. And it's not worth the extra money for, uh, for that style. And I've been running the radial traps that everybody hates, that I love, uh, minus the... Um, uh, gruesome twosome guys. I was surprised to see somebody else running those things. Uh, uh, I, I'm I'm ready to try a new tire. Whether it's be, it's gonna be the same thing, but slightly different. I'll take it. I, and uh, I did miss this, and I apologize. Are you bumping just to a forty? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Those are coming. I I. Wait, you ordered them? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, so they're coming. Oh, I, I I can't fit on the 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 reds because they're not holding air. I gotta put them away. I'm gonna ruin them if I let them sit on the thing for much longer. I've already got one that has a hole that I was I was actually talking to Chris Ayusa today. Um, Hi, Ashtawa. Oh, what? Chris. I was talking to Chris with his Toyota buggy about uh, a ZJ that he's building or is planning on building. I don't know how far along that process is. Uh, and, you know, at the same time, I was like, oh, hey, yeah, I was going to actually talk to you about getting one of my tires vulcanized because it has a massive hole in it. So, but it didn't used to. It's like, uh, I don't know. The more I leave those things out in the cold, I, the more problems they're going to have. So I got to get them inside and off the Jeep. Well, I don't think it's the cold. I thought it was the hot. No, no, it's the, no cold. the cold. The cold's not good for stickies. If, especially when they're sitting flat because they leak slowly and I only look at them, you know, at night and they usually don't look really flat until the second day and then they're dead flat by the time I get to them and they've been sitting like that and then they get a leak, which is what happened to this one. I mean, it was going to leak there anyways. That one had been leaking down faster, so that one... The hole just got bigger, essentially, is at least what I think, but uh, anyways... Yeah, so I'm taking those off. That needs to happen sooner rather than later. And I also need a I need a template for all the work I'm doing on the thing. Like I thought those reds were gonna be bigger than they were. They're really not any much. They're not much bigger than my 37s. So I want a you know a hopefully truer to size 40. I don't know how big the Maxis razors actually uh, sit. Whether it's a true 40 or if it's a 39 or what the hell it is, but um, it'll be better than the bald stickies. So yeah. And another really quick, interesting little point, but did you know that the uh, Pro Comp MT2s are actually made by Maxis, and they're the same compound? I did not. That's interesting, though. Over a 37, they have the TREP compound. Hmm. So 37 doesn't have TREP compound? Or it does? 37 does. I think 35 even might, but I'm not positive on that. I know that the 37 and 40s do. Okay, interesting. So that's, that's what the uh, um, Kevin's Jeep, the purple Jeep, has. He's got the Pro Comps and the 37. It's a nice looking tire. I'm honest. 
like I'm not changing my nittos, but I think I'm gonna grab one of those as a spare because I can still get them for four hundred a tire. That's not bad. So it's like if I'm gonna buy a spare, I might as well. And then down the road, when I get a set of stickies for that rig, if I have to replace the nittos, I might end up going with those just to have a matching set of five. Um, I really wanted to do something cool, but between the Cummins build and the shafting I've taken from Connecticut in the last couple weeks, I just can't, aff I gotta rebuild my savings and, you know, like buy a house and shit before I go too far down that path. Mm. Getting a spare tire on the other hand though, that makes sense, right? Yeah, you should have a spare. I need to get one no. too, I only bought four. I wasn't gonna buy five. Uh... I rock. I'll keep the I rock. It'll be fine. Yeah. Fuck, fuck the rock, fuck <laughs> well, I'm cannot, excited to see that. I cannot find the actual size for the. Uh, yeah, I don't know color. what. I mean, that might be something you have to look up on a forum to see what they actually measure as. Yeah, I rate four by four. Might have that info or pirate four by four. Which that was a really interesting. This is total derailment, but I don't know if any of you guys follow. I rate 4x4 is the remake of Pirate 4x4 because everyone hates the people that bought Pirate 4x4. Yeah, no, I noticed Absolutely. that. And I don't know if that's been around a while, but I hadn't really paid attention to it. But I actually was poking around a couple weeks ago on it. That's where I found the, the updated uh, four-link calculator that's got the front and rear suspensions all connected into one spreadsheet. That's awesome. That, so... There's definitely some stuff starting to pop up there. So, from what I'm reading here, their creepy crawler that is a that's what you're looking at, right? The creepy crawlers? No, the maxes. Razors. Razors. Oh, razors. Sorry. Oh, fuck. Well, either way, their creepy crawler that is supposed to be a 38 and a half actually measures out to about 37, and their 37 traps comps measure to about 35. So. That's that's just what I mean. You can kind of base it off that, but it seems like between an inch or so. I mean, realistically, like my nettos are forties and they measure thirty-eight five. Yeah, it's pretty. Everything's gonna be a little smaller. Hell, the fucking tread blocks on my treps between because I bought the two new ones that I bought. Mm -hmm. uh, the tread pattern wasn't the same. Like you put the tires side by side, and it was like they were you're not the same batch. <laughs> they were different. There was slight, like it wasn't quite right. I'll, um, they're at my storage unit. I'll have to, when I take pictures to try and sell them, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll highlight the differences in tread and see if I could, you'll, you'll get a kick out of it. It was kind of funny. I was like, this lug is a little bit bigger than this one. And you're supposed to be this. It just, I've never seen that. I've never seen the tired lugs, like slightly misshapen instead of molds maybe it must have been something must have changed that's pretty funny yeah they were not the same tire Slightly so ryan yeah you know you with your weird rim sizes and all when you stepping up to a 43 sx like a man <laughs> <laughs> um you know i i don't know but uh it's funny that you bring that up because i've i've been thinking about just going to something a little more practical and you know maybe even a sticky Whoa! If you want to test drive mine, I'll get it vulcanized. You can have them for a trip, not forever. Oh well, those, are, those that's not cool. can get they can get passed around. I'm totally down if people want to 
Like, I don't know. Oh, Sean's got town a bicycle, huh? Yeah. <laughs> adapters. We're throwing them on the the Dana 30s, seeing how quickly they explode. Oh, man. I was just going to say that. <laughs> you buy the adapters, you can try them. <laughs> oh, man, let's go. <laughs> um, You know, wouldn't it not really be like the town bicycle? It would be more like Cody. Dude, think about the Club XJ just mayhem that I'm that just would gonna pass over that. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about <laughs> how good that would be. How mad everyone would be. It'd be awesome. We need well, to do, do that, that all the time. Do they? I, oh, I must miss it then. My profile when I was on Club XJ was literally just calling people pine cones and fucking doing dumb meme posts. <laughs> yeah, come on. Don't you know Luke Kennedy runs a. Uh... You know, 40s on his 30. And so does uh, Ricky. Or not Ricky. Uh, Ricky it... Barrett, yeah. Yeah, Ricky Barrett does, yeah. And Nick his... Blank. Nick Blank. Wait, what? <laughs> you didn't... Oh, never mind. That went uh, right over your head. It's funny. I was going to say, does, is one done setup? So is Luke Kennedy. Oh. Gosh dang it. <laughs> Which, by the way, Luke Kennedy, if you're listening... You caused much sadness by not appearing at Harlan. Am I supposed to know who that is? White yeah, XJ. White XJ on 40-inch Patagonias. Um, Very popular. Yeah. No, no idea. You've probably seen You've the rig, seen but it's not that coming Kentucky to your... XJ on Instagram? Yeah. Not too sure, I'm You've sorry. You've 100% seen him. Oh. I don't want to hear any of your bullshit. Oh, Jesus. Well, alrighty. Where are we at now? We've got an hour and a half in, aren't we? We're somewhere in there, but I got a couple questions. What's going on with Josh? Hey, Josh? Mm-hmm. You're Josh. Yeah, um, so he was, I think last time I was on, he was building the Ranger. Um, yeah, what happened to that the Ranger? Has... Let's start there. So the Ranger, the Ranger was abandoned. Um, if you guys know Josh, he's all of, I don't know, 6'4". And like 300 pounds, like he's a big dude Mm -hmm. to cram into a regular cab ranger with a roll cage inside. (laughs) Um, He's he's he wouldn't be comfortable. 100 percent. He wasn't going to be comfortable. Um, So he ended up buying like a regular cab, uh, short bed F-150 that he was going to build into. Mm -hmm. And um, that kind of fell the wayside and he wasn't really feeling it. Um, So I believe he found another F-150, like a bullnose, and he was going for that style. And then he sort of fell into the uh, Jeep Wagoneer. And now it sounds like it's going to be the Wagoneer that gets built. Um, and then he still kicks around back and forth to the uh, uh, Suzuki Samurai. I know. So he, he's got some options, but the biggest thing is he's got axles. He's got tires. He's got wheels. So, I mean, he's got a lot of stuff there. He's got, like, the orbital for uh, the steering. Like, he's got a lot of stuff. He picked up some, uh, I think, some sway-away air shocks. Um, So he's, like, got all all the pieces of the puzzle. He just needs to put the puzzle together. Actually? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if he's got all of his gears. I think he's got, like, the spool and everything and the stuff for the 60. Um, But for the most part, he's got the the big items. I respect the shit out of that, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Dude, putting the wagon before the fucking horse is the best. Like, if you have the self-discipline, it's the best idea you can do. Because then it just puts you into this shitty corner that forces you to buy the proper thing that, like, you're like, oh, well, I want a fucking 
eaten air locker. It's like, all right, well, I'm just going to buy the whole air setup. Well, what's the point of the air setup unless I have the fucking locker? Might as well buy the locker. Um, same idea with that, where, like, he's setting himself up with the axles, with everything, so that way it's like, all right, it's go time. Just put it in. Just put it in something. All right. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give him a rash of shit every chance I get. Um, but... You know, he's 100% right. Like, why are you going to build something that you're going to have a pain in the ass time climbing in and out of every single time you take it out? Um, no. There's there's no point. I'm not trying to pry, but does he have kids? Yes. Yep, he's got a son. Okay, so is it going to be a situation where his wife is going to be wheeling with him as well? or? So my understanding is his wife isn't really big on the off-road thing. Um. She's more like hop on the back of the motorcycle with him and go for a ride. Um, Fair enough. No, so that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that she's not going to want to come and uh, hit up the trails when that becomes, you know, the norm of his life again. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm sure having the Wagoneer with possibly two riders with you is a bit of a game changer versus a Ranger or a regular cab pickup. Yeah. The only thing I'm going to say is tell him to consider looking into putting in a ZJ seat. Um, so that way he could have one seat because with his size, I'm five foot 11 and to be comfortable in my rig with a comfortable seat, like the Corbu, I had to push it back. So he might not end up having enough room in the back seat for anyone to actually sit back there. And I know Graham's back seat was an absolute clusterfuck to get in and out of. No, mine well, was actually semi-reasonable compared to most caged Cherokees. But the only reason I can get away with that is because I'm so short and I'm able to push it all forward. That's why you I can't drive not, mine. I could not ride back there comfortably. My knees oh, were no. in the tube. Nobody oh, yeah, can ride back there comfortably. But you can yeah. sit back there and you can right. go down a dirt road or $2 yeah. general if we need to. Like it's It's not great, but it could be worse. Um, yeah, but I definitely can't drive your Jeep. I'm like sitting in a fucking clown car. Curtis might be a good one to talk to about fitting a large person into a tiny Cherokee because I know he's pretty tall. He's got a 205 in that thing, which sits, assuming he's got it clocked aggressively, it's high up into the yeah, he does. floor. Uh, and that means he's got to put his seat down somehow and I don't know how he managed to package that all. Uh, so it's definitely doable. How tall is Curtis? He's got to be like six something. Six, He's like six, six four. Or uh, I think he might be taller, but Luke might be right as well. I mean, obviously, I don't know the exacts, but he's up there. He's definitely a tall motherfucker. Yeah. So it's doable. Oh, weird motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, he gives off short person vibes, though. Ouch. Damn. That's that was a hard. lot coming from Richie. Mm. Average. How tall are you? <laughs> He's like I'm five like ten. Five ten and a half or so. I'm just a cunt hair short. Mm. You might be five eleven because you're a little bit taller than me. Not by much though. I don't know. It, it's been a long time since I measured myself. Wink, well. Wink. We're getting off topic again. What 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 are we doing here? What what do we got going on? Um, yeah. So back to the whole wheeling thing because apparently, you know, this is supposed to be about wheeling. Um, I do think that there's that's just a lot of ADD going on. Mm. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we haven't, like, sat down with each other in person in a while, so we end up with the ADD going on. Like, the first episode after Harlan, not the New Year's special one. Or not the... Wow, not New Year's special. Durr. One year. Um, yeah, not the one year. Um, Was pretty well put together. Mm-hmm. And the Jason one was pretty well put together. And, by the way, this is going to be the Christmas special, so Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Happy... Oh, yeah, this one is coming out Christmas week. Well, I should have said, you know, Merry Christmas at the opening. We should have. We should have thought about this beforehand. Oh, well. We also totally Happy missed the opportunity Monica. for Mary. making fun of Ryan. Why? Well, we could have made fun of Ryan in the opening with, you know, welcome to the Copcast. So, no, I'm going to be, you know, anybody who's listened this far may have noticed my intro was a little off. It's because I was about to laugh, and instead of telling Luke to stop, I just kind of went flat monotone into the intro. So I didn't, you know, so it was, it was, it, it didn't feel right, but I didn't want to stop. So, actually, did you even introduce the rest of your cast? I didn't. I don't think I did. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, everybody knows right. you fuckers are here. Just redo the intro right now. Cody can work his magic and everything no, and make it all make pretty. We'll do it after. We'll yeah. do it after. It'd be super simple. <laughs> nice and easy. No, we're not redoing it because then this part will make no sense. You know, it's now it's a it's a paradox. It's not gonna. Oh, you're right. All right, stay in there. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Well, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I think our... we're slowly getting to our. We're getting to our closing point, but I got two questions for Ryan. When am I going to see you next? Is it going to be Roush, or is it going to be Harlan, or is it going to be Windrock? I hope it's going to be Roush. Uh, I hope to see you sooner than that, but realistically, I don't think that's going to work out. Um, but yeah, I think Roush is easy enough if we're still planning on September area. So, yeah, so we may be planning to go twice. I think was the thing. We may do one in the spring, maybe, and then one in the fall. I don't know which one Luke would be. Both. He'd be going to both. So, yeah, then. I don't have a problem. The the spring one is tentative, but I know we want to go more than once as a club this year, so uh, Mm -hmm. we may try to push that hard. Yeah, I don't have a problem with Roush because... For me, even if I drive to Roush and then I drive back from Roush, it's the same amount of driving for me as going one way to Badlands. So to me, it like balances out because for me to get to Badlands is 20 hours. For me to get to Roush is 10 and a half. I can do 10 and a half and 10 and a half back for a weekend. It That's workable, you know? Yeah. I would not ever expect somebody to drive 20 hours to Badlands. Sadly, it's just not that kind of property. You know, if we could, if I had like a full week and change, you know, almost two weeks off and we could do like Badlands and then F and F, it would be worth it to me. But it's F and F is awesome, but I don't know if F and F is worth a 20 hour drive for Well, I think this sort of comes down to the, uh, you know, the, sort of oddity of the New England stuff is it's a pain in the ass to get to it if you're not already there so if you're and there's plenty of arguably better stuff closer to you than driving 20 hours back to New England Mm -hmm. right I mean for us we're not 
not strangers to having to drive out of the clusterfuck that is New York and Pennsylvania to get anywhere. Uh, but it's a pain when you're trying to go into that spot to get to the same place. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's plenty of cool stuff to do, but it's just, it's a lot harder to get to if you're already in one of the... If you're outside of New England, it doesn't make sense almost. There's so much more in other places. That's yeah, cool I mean... That's like that's my biggest problem with it is I don't have a problem with Roush. Roush is like a nice intermediate between us for us to get to because what's it for you guys? Six and a half hours? Yeah. And for me, I think it's like. Ryan? Uh, I was going to say, I think it's like five, five and a half hours for me. Okay. Yep. Somewhere around there. Oh, he's got the uh, he's got the cruiser. <laughs> yeah, that's my tow rig. <laughs> <laughs> it's just following down the highway. Actually, Ryan, I think you should really do that one day. Just put, put the yeah. <laughs> Bronco on the trailer hey. and back the cruiser up to it. Put put the fucking lights on and snap a few pictures. I think that'd be fucking priceless. <laughs> I'm not saying actually use it to tow. Oh, it'll be fine. Taxpayers' <laughs> money. <laughs> Dude, that's my favorite thing to say always. Like when we go to Lake George for the car shows and like the cop, uh, please help. Sorry, I just hiccuped. Holy shit. Whatever. Like the cops are going down the road. I'm like, do a burnout, do a burnout. And they're like, rah, 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 get all grumpy at me. And I'm like, we pay for the tires. Fuck you. <laughs> like, do a burnout. Like, it always gets them laughing. I mean, I don't tell them, like, fuck you, but I'm like, fuck you. Like, whatever. It's a good time. <laughs> Those are my tires, and I want them spent this way. <laughs> oh shit! Well, all right. I think we've covered it all. Um, so make sure to fix all the Bronco problems by removing every Ford component, and have a good night. <laughs> there was no second part there. I know. I didn't have a second part. I'm sorry. Find the second part. We need. We can't finish. Keep your Rubens on Rye and your Ryan's off off Ruben, uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. 